0: The Rudy Giuliani Show. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani coming to you live uh, in the middle of uh, the Curtis Slewer Marathon. <laughs> Curtis has been on all day, and I was on twice with him, and I just listened to his show with Anthony Weiner, and I figured out why Curtis should have been the mayor and not Weiner, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh I I uh, have done the job, so I think I'm in a good position to judge who's got the material to be mayor and not. And they had a very, very interesting discussion of Adams and Adams' um, failures and Adams' uh, uh, strengths, of which there are not many. And Wiener was actually quite good on on the leadership issues and the lack of leadership issues. And But academic uh, knowledge of leadership is academic knowledge of leadership. It's uh, in the field of battle that you find out who the leaders really are. And also part of being a leader and part of things missing in modern American politics more generally than just uh, un- uh, than just occasional is lack of preparation. Uh, mo- most of th- most of these people who like to be politicians uh, shoot from the hip and uh, they don't study. They don't spend as much time preparing as they do shooting their mouth off. Reading, oh my goodness, oh wow, that would be really tough. And uh, really, really in-depth knowledge of the laws, the theories. And I have to tell you, I've got to tell you this, I mean, I spent many more hours studying then I did executing. <laughs> I was taught as a lawyer for every one hour in court, three, three to four hours of preparation. I applied it to mayor. I started studying actually before I ran in 89 and then all during the four years between then and 93, including seminars every Monday for a year on major issues where I sat down with my key advisors and brought people in. You'd be shocked to know who the first uh, speaker was at my law firm. On Monday night, it would have been in 1991 or two, maybe. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, he was the Secretary of Transportation then. Um, was it transportation or something else? He was Secretary of something under Clinton, but I had him there on talking about the city. And uh, an equal number of Republicans, Democrats, a couple of really crazy, wacky left-wingers, some equally crazy right-wingers, and some really sensible people. But when when we got into office, we were over prepared. David Garth would say, <laughs> "Stop sitting here talking about policy. You're not going to get any more votes with policy. You now know more than all the mayors combined. We go out and get votes." I love policy. Now, here here's what came up, and it's it's a, it's just a little insight into um, who would who would have been a better mayor and what's wrong with Adams. Even more importantly, uh, the issue of demonstrations came up. What'd you do about them? And uh Wiener gave the usual left wing, you know, everybody should be out to demonstrate free speech, free speech. We've got to tolerate this. We've got to tolerate that. I agree with all that, 100 percent. In fact, I respect liberals who fight for the free speech rights of other people. And uh, I allowed uh, everybody to demonstrate from uh, the most left wing uh, uh jackasses in the world to the most right wing jackasses in the world, including the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> you don't know what I did to them, but I still allowed them to demonstrate. But I made sure they followed the rules. They don't do that now. I uh, I would meet with the police commissioner, and I'd have a schedule of all the demonstrations they knew about or might happen or could happen. And if they didn't get a permit, we'd uh, ask them if they wanted one. And if they didn't have one, we'd arrest the first one that showed up. Sorry. By the time the uh, 14th and 15th got there, there was nobody there. Because the law, Anthony, who just said, "You know, you can demonstrate basically anytime you want, anywhere you want." The law doesn't say that. Now, maybe he would like it to say that, and Adams has made it that, and so has De Blasio. Uh, even under Mike, the the rules uh, started to slip a little after Kelly got out. And he, here's the law, and the ACLU actually has a nice little nice little uh, leaflet or, or or brochure that can uh, left help all you left wing wackos, and what you have. To, have to get a permit for and what you don't. Uh, You don't need a permit to distribute flyers on a public sidewalk or in a public park, flyers, to have a demonstration rally or press conference on a public sidewalk so long as you leave half of the sidewalk open. Please note that, because if you don't, I arrest you. No, 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 I arrest you. At the same time, anybody bothers you, I arrest them, too. You got uh, you, you you will have uh, with me, you have the perfect opportunity to do everything you want. You can yell, you can scream as long as you don't bother people too much. You can call me anything you want. In fact, I enjoy it. You used to help me every time you call me those names, they put it on television and my approval ratings in the suburbs skyrocket. Uh, and then uh, you can march on a public sidewalk, okay again with half open. Without amplified sound. Now, let's see what you have to get a permit for. Use amplified sound on public property anywhere. So you can use an amplifier. you got to go to the police department. Uh, you're supposed to go as much in advance as possible. 36 hours is the cutoff. 36 hours before, and you got to get a permit. So you can go through your microphone or your amplifier. If you're going to have an event with more than 20 people in a New York City park, yeah, that includes Washington Square Park, Adams, you jerk. You don't have to have any of those demonstrations if they didn't have a permit. And a lot of people wouldn't have gone to the hospital. I mean, wouldn't have been arrested. If we had a mayor who read the law, apparently Wiener wouldn't have known that either. Curtis did know it. Conduct a march in a public street. The minute you step in the public street, sorry, you get arrested. but but, but let's start with the fact you're jaywalking. Number two, you're creating, but we're not being uh, just picky here, because when you really start to take over the public street, people drop dead. Like the guy who gets a heart attack, and I can't get him to the hospital in four minutes, he's dead. Now, I kept records of that, because I changed the whole fire department so that we saved maybe 40, 50 more lives, because I turned all of the fire... Fighters who were on engines into EM, basically EMTs. And I turned all those trucks into EMT trucks. So we more than doubled the number of people we had available to come and help you if something happened to you. And then we would keep records of it. How, we we're bringing down the number of deaths. We'll be getting people there in time. Now, if you and your crazy idiots, left or right, wanted to get in the street and stop that, screw you. You're not going to kill my citizens. You want to make your point? There's plenty of sidewalk for you. You can yell. You can scream. You can be the Ku Klux Klan or you can be uh, the equal of it on the other side, which is Black Lives Matter, which is a communist organization that never had a rally that was peaceful ever and uh, and encourages the killing of police officers that's why I say it's the equal of the Ku Klux Klan and go stuff it if you don't agree with me in fact, read, read what they write instead of just shoot your mouth off like all those companies that gave them money all they had to do is have somebody in that company like baseball teams and basketball teams, and big companies. Just read. The founder was a dedicated Marxist, Leninist, anti-American, narcissist, nihilist. What's it? What's a nihilist? I don't know. You probably don't know because you went to a New York City public school with New York City public school teachers who are communists and not teachers. Hopefully you went to a school that didn't have communist teachers in the New York City public school system and they taught you something. A nihilist is somebody who just wants to wipe things out for the purpose of wiping them out. And we're filled with them. So if you're going to have an event with more than 20 people in a New York City park, got to get a permit. Sorry. You show up. You don't have your permit. We take you away. I mean, you can leave. You can walk away. Otherwise we got a nice big wagon and we take you away. Conduct a march in a public street. Couldn't be clearer. Conduct a march in a public street. The minute you go in the public street, we take you. It never happens. Conduct a procession involving 50 or more vehicles or bicycles in a public street. Now I used every one of those. Twice litigated that last one with the taxis who wanted to whole, whole day of, of blocking New York City. They got four hours of blocking the Manhattan Bridge. <laughs> between four and four, five, no I'm sorry, between two and six in the morning. That's what they got. And they got one, they got one part of it. And at 6 o'clock, when they wanted more time, we started towing their cars away. When the Million Man March, which turned out to be 100 men, uh, wanted all of Harlem, and I gave him four blocks. And I gave him between 12 and 4. And at 4 o'clock, Chief Hale called me and said, the leader came late. He came an hour late. Uh, you know, I cut off the sound, but he wants me to put the sound back on. I said, tell him to go to hell. He got his four hours. I wasn't late. So charge it against him. And then uh, my helicopters came in to take pictures of it. They got all scared. They ran away. And that was the end of that 100-man march and never had another one. And when the Ku Klux Klan came here, we enforced a law that's now unconstitutional. Uh, you could not demonstrate in New York, I don't know if it was two or more people or three or more people or four or more people wearing a mask. New York had a law, state law, passed in the 19th century. It was passed for the Klan. It was passed because they put the hoods on. So uh, this was pre-COVID, right? (laughs) Pre-COVID. COVID, COVID, we had millions of people with masks on. Except uh, the um, the people from Black Lives Matter were allowed to take their masks off and kind of kiss each other in the street because they couldn't get COVID. See, if you hated uh, white people and you wanted to kill cops, you can't get COVID. I don't know why that is, but that's what uh, Democrats think. So, uh, Wiener, read, uh, the New York City, uh, code. You were, you were a legi- you were a legislator. These permit requirements are there. Uh, in the last 30 years, maybe two mayors really enforced them, Koch and me. Uh, Mike did somewhat, but not, uh, he did during the Kelly era, he didn't after. And then, uh, it's almost as if Adams doesn't even know these exist. But I mean, we don't have to have any of this crap. Uh, Zionist or otherwise. And um, we could then get into what's really a demonstration and when are you, when are you really advocating, uh, violence? I mean, they're doing a lot more to advocate violence than what they're prosecuting Trump for. Yeah. <laughs> Trump said go peacefully. <laughs> go peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol. And they want to put him in jail. These guys are saying, you know, throw the Jews, a- throw, throw the Jews out of, out of, out of Israel. Throw them out. Get them, get rid of them. Kill them all. Destroy them. And, and you, don't, you don't see the two-tiered justice system in that? And how we have to change it immediately if we want to have a fair and decent country? I do. Well, that's why Curtis is prepared and uh, Anthony isn't. But I give you about 20 other reasons. And then we will move on to the border when we come back.
1: Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, on the
2: Red Apple
0: Podcast Network. Uh, this is Rudy Giuliani uh, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and uh, I'm, I'm I, in the interim. I was taking a look at the two communist networks. I won't even give you their names. And they're they're like all Trump all the time. Let's go. At, he's a uh, monster. He's going to be a dictator. He's going to be like Hitler. Uh, I mean, he was president for four years. Was he? Was he like Hitler? Things seemed a lot better when he was, I mean, he was a lot less non-dictatorial than the what we have in the White House right now. And the world was at peace. We didn't have two major wars going on and, and then a prospect of the thing getting greater. mm uh, And for all the garbage about the economy, the economy was in much better shape, particularly for, for, for uh, minorities. I don't know. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't prosecuting his political enemies the way, um uh, the way the, the Bidens are. I mean, going after me and other people. He let, he let Hillary go. A lot of people think that was a mistake. Okay. So they're going after his saying, uh, rotten hell to his enemies. I don't know. If a guy wants to put you in jail for something you didn't do, he was going after Smith. I mean, Smith was put on the case to be a hitman. I'm the attorney general. I got a case against a former president, which is, I mean, there wouldn't have been because it's a ridiculous case. And I want a fair prosecution. I go get a fair prosecutor. I want an unfair prosecution. I go get one who just got reversed by the Supreme Court nine nothing for framing a governor. Uh, he's got a record that stinks. He smells as a uh, in terms of ethics. No, nobody on the other side is going to accept him as fair. Only your rabid, uh, crazy, uh, left-wing idiots are going to accept him as fair. He's not fair. The guy prosecuted the, the governor of Virginia, uh, k- ruined his career, and then the case got reversed 9 nothing by the Supreme Court, most of it based on his unethical activity. So now wh- why do you pick a guy like that? You pick a guy like that because the last thing in the world you want is for Trump to get a fair trial. And that's why you bring it in democratic, crooked democratic cities. That's why you, you take, or even like the people in my case, you take it from Georgia to D.C., it's all to play uh, to play the fact that you have corrupted our 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 legal system. You've taken our court system and you've rotted it, like in New York, New York. New York court system is completely rotted by the way in which the judges are selected for the Supreme Court by the Democratic bosses in the five counties. You don't elect them; you think you elect them. I went into the voting booth this year to vote for judges. Not a single all five none of them had an opponent. So. <laughs> I just got five selected by the Manhattan uh, Democratic boss. That's who decides who goes on the ballot. The Manhattan Democratic boss. I put a lot of those guys in prison. Gee, I know a lot about them. I never thought of them as being particularly good judge pickers. I thought th- I thought they were re- uh, really good at picking out uh, like uh, companies that gave kickbacks and companies that gave kickbacks and kept their mouth shut and. Um, Things like like the homeless thing that's going on now, where these companies charge uh, uh, five times more than other cities, and we and we scratch our heads and we wonder why. Gee, why does New York State have more than double the budget of Florida, and we have less people? Because we have a crooked state, that's why. And why does New York City have the same budget as Florida, and they got ten million more people? Because we got a damn crooked city. Whoa. You think New York is honest? Get lost. This is a payoff city. And Adams has brought it back to that because he doesn't doesn't watch. And who knows what the hell he's doing. The amount of money he spends on these social services, it's a fortune. This has been a canard from the beginning. Democrats, great society, big money for the poor people. All those people are still poor. Meanwhile, Charlie Wrangle became rich. (laughs) I use Charlie as an example of many, many others, uh, particularly in minority communities. I remember the congressman who was there for 25 years, who stood with the people in his community and said, "For, for 25 years, this city, this place hasn't changed yet. And you've been the congressman and your wife became a millionaire and they're all poor. You don't think I don't know how that happened. That's why I stopped being a Democrat way back when I was about 27 years old. And an assistant U.S. attorney investigating the corruption in the Lindsay administration, who, by the way, became a Democrat because it was a lot more comfortable to be a Democrat than a Republican. We'll be back with a few more observations and then your calls.
1: Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple
2: Podcast Network.
0: This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. Uh, you know, I couldn't miss this uh, little piece in the post. There's a church nativity scene in Italy that features two mothers of the baby Jesus instead of Mary and Joseph. Joseph is like one of my favorite saints. Come on. And uh, uh, the priest, there's a priest who did this, the Reverend Vitaliano della Sala, defended the depiction of the birth of Jesus, uh, which is on display at the Church Church of Saints Peter and Paul in Capo, Capo Castello di Mercogliano, Mercogliano, outside Naples. And he wanted to show that families are no longer traditional. But, uh, hey, Reverend, those two women, uh, I guess since she, uh, she, she conceived the baby with the Holy Ghost, you're you trying, you're taking liberties here. What, what the heck is wrong with you? A Catholic priest? <sighs> my, uh, father's, my, my mother's father came from Naples and my, um, mother's mother came from, uh, Jesualdo, which is in, um, which is in Avellino, also in the Naples. Well, it's really about an hour and a half from Naples. So half of me is, uh, Napolitan and the other half is Toscano from Tuscany. And this is an embarrassment, my friend. Get out of here. Two, two women. I mean, look, this is the guy who signed the first, uh, domestic partnership bill. I think in the country. This is the guy that Wiener, uh, pointed out, you know, dressed up as a woman in several shows. So I don't, I have no defensiveness about, I know my sexuality. <laughs> You want to make fun of me? Make fun of me. I don't give a damn. And I see, I love acting, so I could play a man or a woman. But I know what I am. <laughs> I'm not going to go sneak in a ladies' room. That's that's what you call a pervert. That's a perv. Pervert. Put him in jail. This is ridiculous. Men go to men's rooms. Uh, women go to women's rooms. It doesn't matter what they wear even if they're playing uh in a uh, in a in a play that requires them to dress up as a uh, a woman you know in in the shakespearean plays the men had to dress up as women because they didn't have uh, uh women act, act actors then but believe me they weren't going in ladies rooms or the english would have killed them so just you know let's go back to science you know science does determine whether you're a man or a woman not how you feel that day so let's take a, a call from, oh, we lost somebody. I wanted to take everybody today. Well, we got Sal. Sal, everybody that's on, we're going to get Good
3: to up. you. Good tarde. Feliz buonovo anno.
0: Ah, The
3: Blessings of the Christ child protect you and your family. Let's never forget, by the way, Richie, the screener, deserves a raise. Talk to John Katz. Okay. The uh, bottom line raise, is, raise, we're, raise. Uh, let's hope and pray that 2024 will not be a bizarre world that this is. We have uh, Mariah Carey with thigh high slit in her outfit with her, her boobs hanging out, singing uh, Christmas songs. We have two, uh, now they're trying to say Jesus has two mommies, though no, he had one mother, La Madonna, Ever Blessed Virgin, Mother of God. We have the Pope who's giving blessings oh, to
0: same-sex marriage. Yeah, don't you find the yourself? The bottom
3: line is the world is not. Let's not fall nuts with the world. Let us figure, forget American Allied coalition, Italians, Americans, British, protecting you and yours, protecting people. Let's bring an end to the thirteen thousand Ameri- American, thirteen thousand American veterans suicides every. Oh my year. God!
0: Oh my God! That is a disgrace. That's a disgrace. And what are we spending the money on? We're spending the money on the 15,000 people that are lining up on the Mexican border to come over. With uh, Biden, uh, uh, Biden and all the Democrats saying, yeah, come on over. You can vote for us. And you take a look at them. They're all men, all young men. And what percentage of them? Now, wait, now, I'm not going to don't don't interpret this in my saying they're all criminals. They're not. But a higher percentage of the usual of criminals, you know why? Because the cartels are letting them through. Whatever percentage of criminals there are in these countries, 20%, 30%, 15%, we're getting them, and we're getting probably a higher percentage. These people were recruited. These people were recruited. They walked all through Mexico. They got a nut job uh, uh, guy uh, who who spent, A number of years in prison who's bringing him in, but he claims to be some kind of a religious guy. An evangelical Christian who spent a number of years in prison for kidnapping. His name is Luis Garcia Villagran. I'm sure he selected all the best people in the community to come and help us. I would imagine people who hang around with an ex-con, you know. So these people don't come from Mexico. They all walk through Mexico. Now, every single one of them, if they claim asylum, should be sent back to Mexico. Because the law, hey, Biden, there's something called the law. The law says you got to declare asylum in the first country you show up in. Otherwise, it's a phony asylum claim. It's a, It's a claim to get in the country you want to get into, not just to escape persecution. Do you know every single one of the millions that he's let in? The millions that are destroying our economy, that are going to bankrupt if they haven't already bankrupted New York City? Every single one of them claiming asylum could have been sent back because they all, almost all came through Mexico. And none of them claimed asylum in Mexico. And most of them don't even claim asylum. This group has a, has a sign saying they want, they want, uh, jobs. Like hell they want jobs. Only 2% applied for jobs when Adams made jobs available. 2%! The other 98% loved the money that Adams was sending them. Your money, the money that it can be used on veterans. We've had veterans thrown out of facilities because of them. We've had uh, uh, homeless people that are New Yorkers thrown out of facilities for them. Come on. This is all Biden. This was not going on under Trump. This is all going on under Biden, and it's getting worse. He's setting records, breaking his own records. They are all illegal, all, every single one. When they say this, let's call them migrants, that's brainwashing. That's trying to get you to be euphemistic about it. Oh, they're all migrants. Like hell, they're migrants. They're all completely illegal if they're claiming asylum and they didn't do it in Mexico. And you know for sure, unless they're worth nothing, that the Communist Party in China, that every one of the Islamic uh, uh, groups that's an extremist group is taking advantage of it to get their people in. China's making millions and billions on fentanyl with the cartels. And don't think of the cartels as a bunch of, you know, backward people. These people have representatives in every city, including tiny ones in America. And they are running on a major criminal operation, the equal of certainly the Colombian cartels and possibly the mafia. The only thing they don't have are the political connections that the mafia had, and they don't need them because Biden's on their side. He might as well be their partner. Jesus, if you ever sent Hunter down there, Hunter can make a fortune with them. I mean, he's making it possible for them to make billions. Trump, stop them. Okay, here are the numbers. Let's just use numbers. Five four hundred and ten thousand people apprehended at the border under Trump last year. This year, what are we up to? Two million something? Two million three? Next year, we're going to go to – under him, we've gotten about 6 million that have come and we know about. Under Trump, almost nothing. So uh, you've got to figure out who the president should be. You want to keep your country? They're taking your country away. These numbers are an invasion. It's an invasion. They don't have American values. They don't speak the American language. They don't intend to integrate. They want to keep – it's not the same group that we used to get. And it's a group brought in by people who hate America. So a lot of these people get to hate America. Okay, so let's go to Andrew in Stanhope.
2: Hey, Rudy. Yes, sir. You were one of the best or the best I ever saw, not only mayor, but uh, playing the female – in the Sherry O'Sherry, <laughs> I
0: played an that Italian was... grandmother. I was so embarrassed because uh, uh, I called my mother the next day and I said I thought my mother would be angry because I imitated my grandmother. And my mother Ooh, didn't. I, my mother didn't realize it was me.
2: I had a Italian grandmother and uh, sick a meal, and she acted just like that. And push food. They push food. They push food. And if you turn something down, then they you're come not up have with my. You're not gonna have
0: my pie. You're not gonna <laughs> have my pie. I made it for you, Rudolph. I made it for you, Rudolph.
2: Too on, the, on the skit was um, when the Irish police officer shows up <laughs> yeah. and they offer Thanksgiving and he's like, no thanks, they already ate, but they're like, he's Irish, so the food wasn't as good. Well, that how was about
0: awesome. how about the shrine to Frank Sinatra? Oh, that was so good. Sinatra
2: <laughs> like, stood he was up. Sinatra stood like he was Jesus. <laughs> like
0: he was Jesus.
2: And they were excited. Sinatra stood up. And then I watched uh, CNN. And I always laugh, too, because Al Sharpton was on. and He's like, we want Rudy to run because down south in the Bible Belt, they won't like that he's a cross-dresser.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>, well, <laughs> what they found out, he's a secure heterosexual. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but what I want to say, Cuomo was actually head of HUD. That's right. He was one of the yeah, Matt, original ones. I, I knew I couldn't. I forgot. I
0: forgot. Boy, but lucky for him, I forgot. Right. But but I got I, I've I've got Andrew to remind me. <laughs> well, at least there were at least there were no old people around when he was there.
2: That's right. That's terrible. But it was um, a Democrat policy that Clinton resurrected, and uh, the Republicans they blamed Bush, but he tried to stop it. But they were in the minority, so seventeen times it was voted down. And even Obama was a senator, and he was one of the big Fanny and Frenny Freddy bundlers. Oh, yeah. And he yeah, voted yeah, against yeah. Ra- ra- raising it from one percent to three percent. The Democrats wouldn't even go for that. But then they successfully lied and through the media and blamed it on the Republicans. So Cuomo got off scot-free. But don't forget about his role in that. Uh, you know, yeah, and now that he's the leading
0: and now percent. he's the leading candidate for mayor to replace Adams. Isn't that something? Well, happy. Right. Ha- Merry, Merry Christmas, Andrew. And thank you for for uh, for calling in, Ron.
1: How are you Mr. Miller? I'm good
0: Ron. How are you?
1: So I'm I'm listen I'm holding on I'm just always in shock of, of what's happening but you know um you know that the uh, independents are twice as large as all Republicans and Democrats combined right? Okay. And um this is the group that that we have to get the statistics out that are truthful. These are the people that can turn the tide. The crime stats saying that they're lower uh, in the, in the session by Curtis and and uh, yeah. uh, Weiner. You know, we need a statistician that would actually give us the unbiased crime stats, and that means including all of the things that are not cu- currently called crimes, like the uh, these public demonstrations, the marches, the riots, the uh, the yeah. organized groups behind them. The whether they be by race or political agitators and then the actual schools that are not uh, uh right. that are federally funded and not making these students bear the weight of this- criminal behavior
0: this is a uh, this is a Marxist this is a Marxist the- uh, 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 principle as well, uh, and um, uh, Senator Moynihan said it right uh, oh a generation ago when he said New York and this was under Dinkins and and at the end of Koch, uh, New York was defining deviancy down. Now we've defined crime away, with uh, all of Soros's uh, crooked uh, crooked disgusting blood money. Uh so uh, Curtis and I were discussing earlier today, Curtis saying that the crime statistics are flawed, and his discussion with a lot of police officers who who are told to downplay crime in order to make the precinct look good. Now, you know, when Bratton and I started Comstat, we had a couple that cheated. You can't imagine what we did to them. I mean, I made examples out of anybody who cheated on crime stats because – Crime stats weren't for me to look politically great or not. I didn't know if they were going to work or not. They were for me to make decisions. You see, these people are not real. They're not substance. They, 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 uh, For me, it wasn't, uh, gosh, I brought crime down by 2%. No, no. For me, it was, where's the crime taking place so I can make the right decision about having the right cops there at the right time so I can stop the crime? So if the car theft moves from northern Brooklyn to southern Brooklyn, I move the cops from northern Brooklyn to southern Brooklyn, I don't have to wait a year to figure it out. Well, I used to stay up at night and do that. I stood up at night and I memorized the damn budget. You think Adams does that? Mike Kelly does it. He goes out and parties. This is a real job being mayor. It's a real job being president. We don't have a president or mayor right now. One guy can't do it. And he couldn't do it when uh, 30 years ago when I met him. He's the dumbest man I ever met, Joe Biden. I mean, the guy wouldn't have been able to read a budget back then. He was left back in the third grade, cheated his way through law school, and he's a doofus. Now he's demented. The other guy, I don't know what's wrong with him, but he has no substance. And we're suffering greatly for it, and people are dying. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with the Tunnels of Towers Mayor's Final Thoughts.
2: Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
0: This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with the Tunnels of Towers uh, Mayor's Final Thoughts. Uh, Tunnels of Towers is the organization that you most want to support, believe me. They're the people who take care of uh, the men and women in uniform on the front lines protecting us in the military, in law enforcement, first responders, and when they are uh, severely injured. They're there to build smart homes when they are, uh, die, when they die in the line of duty. They're there to take care of the mortgage on the home, and they're there. They back them. I, I can't think of any more wonderful family than the Silla family and the sacrifice that they had to deal with with their with their, with their their young brother. Uh, Stephen has been turned to something beautiful. Make sure you get your $11 a month in. The T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. So my final thoughts today, and this is not in the nature of an I told you so, uh, or maybe it is, I don't know. Uh, some time ago, I warned that if Biden uh, didn't respond uh, like a man, like a uh, president, uh, like a leader, to the uh, through the proxy attacks by Iran on our forces in Iraq and Syria, which have amounted to about 70 now, uh, with something other than about four strikes on empty ammunition dumps and places where there was no one that that would be would be harmed, that that we would see a fatality. Of course, they 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 don't consider the American contractor who died early on a a, a fatality. His life doesn't count. And the cover up, White House, and crooked media isn't really playing this uh, very very big. But uh, we were we we were hit. Uh, pretty damn hard by uh, by Iranian uh, proxies with a drone strike by Iranian uh, um, uh, proxies, and they hit an American base. And this is about the tenth time they've hit herbal in Iraq, and they caused a three. Uh, now we get two different reports. We have three wounded, one critically, and then we have three casualties. So I don't know, and and uh, there isn't much. Uh, no, no names. Well, maybe they haven't told anyone yet. And but this was going to happen, and who knows if it hasn't happened already, and they've covered it up. I think they they, this gets so little publicity. It's just in the post. They're probably trying to cover this up. So then we hit back. This is after seventy strikes. We finally hit back, and we actually hit a uh, Hezbollah camp, and they say it's likely we killed uh, some Hezbollah, and we destroyed multiple facilities. But it's likely. How about too little, too late to to save these soldiers, huh? And this is what we get in a president. This isn't a president. This isn't even an American. I don't know who he's working for. Working for Iran. This was the opportunity to hit Iran. Hit them hard. Hit them before they're ready for it. If Curtis was right earlier, I listened to Curtis all day today, so Curtis, Curtis theory is, and I I'm not sure of it, I'm not sure of it, that um, Iran doesn't want a larger war in the Middle East uh, right now because they're not ready for it yet. They want to go nuclear first or we'll get fully established as nuclear. Every report is they are nuclear and they could activate by, by January 1st. In other words, but not fully, meaning they have a couple of weapons. Well, that, That's not going to do much good if we bang the living daylights out of them, right? So they don't want a major war because Israel is reported to be, and of course everyone denies it, but Israel is, and then makes a funny face, Israel is reported to be nuclear. So now if you send Hezbollah in and they try a two-front war, uh, Bibi's not dopey like Biden or uh, has his allegiance to uh, something other than his country because he didn't get like millions and millions of dollars from China like the Biden family did. Bibi will go right at Iran. I mean, you get take the middleman out of the way. We should have gone right for Iran when they had the audacity to try to hit our our facilities eighty times. We know it's not Yemen. We know it's not the Houthis. Houthis, my backside. That's Iran. That's what Soleimani did. Now, who who took out the Iranian? The Israelis did our work for us. God bless you. An Israeli airstrike. In Damascus, killed Brigadier General Syed Ravi Mousavi. Uh, Rest wherever you're going to rest, Mousavi. He killed a lot of Americans. We'll talk about that tomorrow. This guy is an American killer. God bless America.